Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 677, air date July 24th, 2020. To talk about who's coming in. Um, uh, today we're going to be talking about, uh, as uh, this is our immune system series, immune boosting system series, and we're going to talk about some research um, that our team recently uh, completed on green tea and its immunomodulatory effects. Uh, let's see who's joining in today. Uh, uh, in this series, a couple of days ago, we did on the p- value of negative ions to the body's immune system. Then we did turmeric. Yesterday, we did garlic. But today, we're really going to be talking about the power of uh, the immune system relative uh, to green tea, particularly it's it's the mechanisms on, out on how it modulates uh, the immune system. So we have people joining in. Yesterday we had some problems because Facebook, I guess, was doing something, but we'll see what they do. Uh, we have Canada coming in. Good evening. We have uh, uh, people from Alaska, Bermuda, uh, EGCG baby, Justice McLaughlin says exactly. Uh, that's what we're going to be talking about, our justice. Um, someone said they missed a turmeric. By the way, all the videos, if you want to get, you can go to truthfreedomhealth.com truthfreedomhelp.com and you can uh, find it all up there. Uh, Fauci is a devil. By the way, I don't know if you saw Fauci throwing a baseball. It was quite an embarrassment to science as well as baseball. Believe it or not, I used to be a very good pitcher uh, throughout my high school career. Some people said I could have made it to the majors, but anyway, it's a different story. And we have New York, we have India, Pennsylvania, Oregon, Vegas, Middleborough, Massachusetts. There's Kathy. Kathy, great. If you're from Middleborough, Everyone should remember, I'm running for United States Senate. I'll be covering that September 1st is the primary, the Massachusetts Republican primary. If you're uh, not in a party, uh, which means unenrolled, or you're Republican, you can vote. We must win this election. I'll come back to that. Georgia, how are you? Northern Maine, Alabama, uh, uh, Texas, Houston, Texas, uh, Tokyo, Japan. People said they like the garlic and turmeric video. Um, they're really, you know, we put a lot of effort into doing this video. I think there's never been a Senate campaign where people are actually been educating people and delivering stuff, but that's what makes our campaign unique. And this is what happens when everyday working people run with Missouri, North Dakota, Detroit, Ohio, uh, Chicago, uh, Manchester, Vermont, Connecticut. Great to have you. Australia, uh, Leeds, UK, uh, Wendy Farrell, uh, New Jersey, Boise, Idaho, Webster, Texas. Oregon, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Charlotte, North Carolina, Seattle. Hello from Cambodia. That's new. Very nice to have you. Let me just put that out. Um, great to have you. Ohio. Um, this is Malis Ivanka Chan. Great to have you from Cambodia. Um, uh, Taunton, Massachusetts. Hey, Mark. Mark's one of our really amazing volunteers. Uh, it's great to, good to have Mark joining us. Uh, Mark was out there. Uh, doing standouts. Um, thanks, Mark. We have Kathy from Westchester, Pennsylvania, Amesbury. Uh, hey, Matt, how are you? Amesbury is a very important area. We do standouts in Gloucester, uh, Gloucester. so please come out there and help us. Michigan, Sp- Spokane, Washington, Braintree. Uh, hey, Paul, good to have you. Again, it's really great to see not only people from all over the world, not only people from the United States, but also people right here in Massachusetts, because um, anyone out there who is watching this uh, live today. Let me share something important news with you. Uh, as And everyone knows I always cover this. 
I'm running for United States Senate, as many people know, in Massachusetts. It's a very important election. There's never been one of us like me and like you running. Uh, you know, I work for a living like everyone, uh, all of us do. I'm not a lawyer. I didn't come from the aristocracy, uh, nor did I just live off, you know, um, others. And most of us listening out here, in fact, I believe most of us are working people. So the the entire movement that we've built here is really going to go beyond left and right, beyond black and white. It's for working people to unite and to really fight for truth, freedom, and health. And, and it's time that we had one of us. So if you go to our campaign, Shiva, numeral four, senate.com, uh, you know, we keep updating the site. Uh, one of the key things on the site, if you go to the issues section, you'll find that we've really put up all of our different issues. You can find truth, freedom, and health, alternative medicine, the environment, free speech. Please go explore that uh, so you understand where I stand on different issues. Every one of you have asked me uh, those questions. Um, please donate to the campaign. Uh, if you can't volunteer wherever you are, by the way, this only people who are U.S. citizens can donate. Uh, if you're outside of the country and you're not a U.S. citizen, you cannot donate. If you Even if you give us money, we're going to have to return it. Uh, but we thank you for your generosity. But those of you in the U.S., when you donate through the Shiva for Senate site, I give you a very powerful book called Shiva, uh, System and Revolution that'll teach you what is a system. It's the science of systems. It's distilled down to 108 pages. Anyone can uh, learn from this book. Anyone can understand. It's it's basically all my knowledge from going to MIT made accessible uh, without all the obfuscation, which means all the confusion. So system and revolution, please donate to the campaign, get the book. And if the book is the theory, then I also give you a software tool I created called Your Body, Your System, that you can use the, that theory from the book to understand your body as a system and how different inputs can bring your body back into alignment. Now, many of you outside of the country have said, hey, Dr. Shiva, I also want access to the book and the tool. Well, uh, all of you can go directly to the Your Body, Your System website and, and you can click on Get Started Now and you can get the same thing there, okay? Um, and what, what, the, what the book teaches you is there are three different forces uh, that control all systems in the universe. The, the forces of transport, conversion, and storage as represented on this, the three vertices, vertices of this triangle. And when you take, when you understand your body is a system, you can answer these questions. And that red dot is your system type. Then what you can do is answer a different set of questions to figure out how your body is deviated from the system. Now this occurs if your car, if you don't take care of your car, you know, it starts rumbling. It doesn't do the right things. If you're driving an air, if you're flying an airplane, it's off course. That's what the black dot is when you're off course. And then you can find out how with the right inputs, you know, in the case of your body, it's food, it's exercise, it's different types of supplements. You can bring your body back to itself. And that's basically systems theory. All of us at different, uh, once you understand what kind of system you are, and you can apply this to anything, your, your body, your car, your vehicle, and you can see when your system's off course and you can figure out how to bring it back in alignment. That's really systems thinking. But most importantly, systems thinking allows us to start looking at the world, connecting the dots to know the truth for you to be the light and find your way. And that's uh, what our campaign is also about. Our campaign is really about truth, freedom and health. It's about recognizing that motion, movement, the ability to move freely, talk freely, that's freedom. That becomes the basis of us doing inquiry, 
applying the scientific method to get to something very important called truth. And from truth, we can identify the real problem and the real solution and really identify what's the right thing for our body's health, the infrastructure health, the society. And we have strong infrastructure, strong bodies. We can fight for freedom. So that's what this campaign's about. It's about truth, freedom, and health. And you have to remember Massachusetts, when you look globally or you look nationally in the United States, is really the center of power, profit, and control. You can look at all the major academic institutions, which have uh, most of the academics today um, don't really do science. Fauci is a prime example. He's been in there for 30, 40 years. He doesn't do science. He, he does the work of where his money comes from. And that's what this country is unfortunately becoming at the science level. And that's why we need to win truth, freedom, and health. So please support the campaign. And those of you who want to volunteer, just go right to volunteer and join the campaign. If you're outside of Massachusetts and volunteer, if you're inside, one of the cool ways that people can volunteer is you can help make phone calls. So if you click on volunteer, there's a link right there. Uh, you can check off, I want to make phone calls. If you want signs, please, and wherever you are, you can help make phone calls. We have a very cool system set up. If you want lawn signs, please let us know. If you are in Massachusetts and you live on a major road, uh, we would love to come put up a big sign. That's how we win because those in power do not want us really getting big signs or, um, you know, winning in that way. And those of you who are on Facebook, listen very carefully. You can literally go and get a Facebook frame. So if you have your picture, you can put the Shiva for Senate frame around you. It's like putting a lawn sign in the digital world. So please do that. Anyway, that is what our campaign is about. It's really a campaign for truth, freedom, and health. Truth, freedom, and health. Truth, freedom, and health. And, un and taking a systems approach. As a part of that, I want to teach you about one of the most important systems in your body that's called the immune system. I've done a series of videos. You can go to truthfreedomhealth.com and you can get those. But more importantly, what you'll find is that, great to have you, Jeff, from Cape Cod. Uh, great to have you from Natick, Massachusetts. Great. Um, by the way, any of you out there, if you know people in Massachusetts, wherever you are, tell them, call them, tell them that they must vote September 1st in the Republican primary so all of us can win. Because this campaign, there's never been a campaign like it. The Shiva for Senate campaign in many ways for truth, freedom, and health is a historic campaign. And every one of you listening, you can participate. You can help us if you're in Massachusetts on the ground. If you're outside of Massachusetts, call whoever you know, friends of friends of friends, to vote September 1st. We must win the Republican primary. Okay. So uh, today, we're going to talk about the power of green tea. And by the way, when I do these talks, the first thing I do is I cover a little bit of the background, a little bit of the technology, the platform. Then we talk about, you know, the molecular structure of, in this case, green tea, um, the immune health, and then the molecular pathways. And we summarize. So let's begin uh, with that. By the way, before I start that, two important things that, that those of you listening, make sure you share with your friends. If you go to my Twitter or my Facebook or my Instagram, you'll find out that there's two very particular events that are coming up. The first event that's coming up this weekend that I want to share with everyone is if you're in Massachusetts or you know people, um, this is Mattapan. We're having a big music, food, and truth event at 3 to 7 p.m. I'm going to speak at around 5.30 to talk about uh, Mattapan is in the center of Boston. There's a lot. It's a very eclectic community of a lot of people from, let's say, 
Cape Verde and Haiti, a lot of the wonderful African-American community, a lot of Hispanic community, people from all backgrounds, black and white. But one of the goals I'm going to talk about is, or one of the things I'm going to talk about is the difference between real racism and fake racism and how we unite people. There's one group of the establishment which denies racism exists, and another group of the establishment really focuses on a fake racism, which is basically uh, about pitting blacks against whites. And we're gonna talk about the real racism and how we unite uh, the world, or for that matter, the United States. So that's at Mattapan this Saturday, July 25th, 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. In addition to that, what I wanted to also let everyone know is that I've also uh, challenged Mr. Fauci to a debate. We announced today that we will be hosting that debate right in Kendall Square. Um, you know, we collected about 120,000 plus signatures that we delivered to the president um, to fire Fauci. And now we're not going to let go of this because I believe he owes people an answer. He claims he's a scientist. Well, I'm one of the leading scientists in the world in the immune system. At high noon on July 29th, in the heart of Cambridge, in Kendall Square, we're in a 200-yard radius. You can see Google. You can see Facebook. You can see Microsoft. You can see Pfizer, you can see Moderna, all those companies, which are the center of the deep state. We've invited Fauci. If he doesn't come, I'm sure we'll find someone else who will speak on his behalf. And that's what we're working on. But bottom line, he must come because he is thinking he, and he got, by the way, he got all of Hollywood supporting this guy. Okay. They're trying to make him some star, but this is a meme that you should get out there. Fauci versus Shiva, July 20th, 12 noon, Hollywood versus science. So please let everyone know Mattapan is this Saturday. This is on Wednesday, July 29th. Okay, there you go. So those are the announcements. Let's start and talk about green tea because green tea is, a, you know, it's been around for a long time. And what we want to really talk about, as I mentioned, is it's immunomodulatory effects. That's what we're going to talk about today about green tea. Let me make sure the PowerPoint is up. The slideshow is here. We want to make sure that uh, the slideshow, oh, there we go. All right. And one second here. I got to make sure, set up show. Sometimes you have everything set up and at the last minute, here we go. Okay. So let, let's start with um, uh, the PowerPoint slides. Okay. So when um, I'm going to give a little bit of background for some of you who don't know me uh, at a very high level, not only you know do I run for Senate, but I also run three different companies. And for those of you who wanna know more about that, you can go to my uh, website. It's called the, as in Victor, ashiva.com. And what you'll find here is a range of things I've done and the things I'm doing. You'll, you'll, you'll hear about and read the facts about the fact of my inventing email when I was a 14 year old kid long before I came to MIT and all of this stuff went to the Smithsonian several years ago and it got some people upset because they'd written a false lie that email was created by the military. But anyway, uh, that occurred several, uh, I did that as a 14 year old kid back in 78. You'll also can learn about my running for Senate, but, and you'll also find out about one of the companies, uh, the, the technologies that I created used one of my companies, which I'm very proud of. It's called Cytosol. Cytosol is really a technology for using the computer to model biomolecular pathways. And that's what Cytosol is about. So Cytosol is a very cool technology, uh, like email, it's a computer-based technology that takes the physical world 
and it digitizes it. Email was a digitization of the inner office mail system. Cytosol is a digitization of molecular pathways. One of the motivations in doing this was if you look at the pharmaceutical drug development process to make just a single drug, it takes 15 years, lots of side effect, it's not personalized. And when I looked at this process, I didn't like the fact that they killed a lot of animals, et cetera, and Cytosol gets over that. Moreover, if you look at pharma, that orange line represents, they spend a ton of money in R&D year over year. But look at this, even the FDA is not approving their drugs because of the toxicity. And the reason is they're doing little test tube testings, they're shooting in the dark, killing animals. And by the time the drugs come out, most of them only work for 10% of the people, okay? And however, in 2003, a big shift took place in biology called systems biology. And that really occurred as a genome project was ending in 2003. When the genome project ended, the irony of the genome project was we found out we only have 20,000 genes. We have the same number of genes as a lowly worm, okay? We don't have hundreds of thousands of genes. We only have 20,000 genes. And, and it took them about 10 years to figure this out. They originally thought, well, we're more complex, which means we must have more parts more genes, but it turned out we don't. We only have 20,000 genes. So this led into a big paradigm shift in biology to realize that, wait a minute, just because you're more complex doesn't mean you have more parts. It's more the interconnections, how things are connected, how the ankle bone's connected to the foot bone. This led to a field called systems biology. And systems biology basically said, if we wanna understand the whole, what we need to do is we need to understand how the parts are connected from the genes to the proteins, et cetera. And as that was occurring in 2003, I decided to return back to MIT because my advisor said, Shiva, why don't you come back? And there was an interesting challenge uh, that the National Science Foundation put, put out, which was, could you mathematically model the whole human cell? So think about the cell as a big mixture of many, many different molecular pathways and meaning all different chemical reactions. And one of those chemical reactions just looks like this you know, re chemical A reacting with chemical B to chemical C. Well, if you read the literature, someone will spend 50 years just to find out one of these pathways. These pathways in 2003 were starting to become mathematical models. So the goal was, could you interconnect these mathematical pathways in a molecular form so we could model large scale things like the cell? That's what I invented. And that was the invention called Cytosol. Cytosol really allowed us to model things like never before without killing animals. So I spent a lot of time to really do that, spent between 2003 to seven is my PhD work, seven to around 12 publishing a lot of papers to validate it. And 2012, I spun this off as an endeavor and, and we published papers. But one of the things Cytosol does is we can take, like if you, if you guys said, hey, how does green tea affect immune health? We can look at all the research, then distill it down to the molecular mechanisms interconnect them, and then really be the scientific source of truth versus you cherry picking, listening to Fauci or listening to the CDC. We bring it all together as a public service. So what Cytosol really allows us to do is we can look at combinations of compounds, not only a single drug, and understand how they work long before we do animal testing, very much like how we build an airplane, right? We don't just throw a pilot in, we do it all on the computer to test different wing designs, so we figure out our mistakes long before. The value of this, I'll give you a simple example. Some of you may know that many, many years ago, we found out that if you eat turmeric, which I've talked about, or curcumin, that it really um, 
uh, can really prevent cancer. And there's thousands of papers written on this. Indians, for example, in India get one third less liver cancer than Chinese because of the high consumption of turmeric. Um, but people have also found out that people who consume, for example, red wine have anti-inflammatory effects. The active ingredient there is resveratrol. So with Cytosol, we distilled all the molecular pathways of curcumin's interaction in the inflammatory process. So if you see this circle, that's the cell wall. The inner circle is the nuclear wall. And all those little dots and lines are the molecular interactions involved in inflammation. And then we're looking at all the places curcumin, which is the active ingredient in that herb turmeric, stops infl inflammatory processes. Similarly, we did it for resveratrol, but with Cytosol, we can mathematically understand the interactions, okay? So what you're seeing here is doing that, we can actually run experiments on the computer. So what I'm showing here is I'm not giving any curcumin and I'm not giving any resveratrol. So this would be simulating you having a nice curry meal and drinking a glass of red wine. And I'm simulating here, we have high inflammation as represented by a biomarker which means a chemical which is high in inflammation, 0.15. I just take curcumin in the second experiment. You notice that the inflammation drops. If I just do resveratrol, that also drops from 0.15 to 0.06. But look what happens when you do combination. This is why food is so powerful. I reduce the amount of curcumin by about 40%, reduce the amount of resveratrol by 60%, combine them, and look what happens. The inflammation goes down by another 200%, okay? So this is the kind of stuff that Cytosol can really help discover um, through the use of the computer. It's revolutionary because up until Cytosol, everything was frankly ad hoc. People could lie in pharma, people could lie even in the natural products. And that's why uh, this is so powerful, okay? So let's now uh, take this the next step and let's talk about green tea. And what I'm gonna share with you is green tea is really a powerful immune booster. And we're gonna talk about the particular constitutive chemicals in green tea, which science has discovered to do this. In fact, we are in the midst of finishing up a paper that we did with the City of Hope on looking at when people were getting transplants, they turned out people who got green tea had less rejection because of its immunomodulation capabilities, okay? So let's go here um, to green tea, okay? So let me uh, bring it right up here. So let's look at the immune effects of green tea. So first of all, background on green tea it's it's some people consider it's nature's antibiotic it was discovered around 4,000 years ago in china uh it's most consumed beverage uh after water in fact i'm having a cup of it right here it's produced from the fresh leaves of camellia sinensis okay that's the uh, latin name and the major medical benefits of green tea are attributed to the catechins which we'll come to and the amino acids so the catechins and the amino acids and uh, what is the composition of green tea? Well, 4% dry is caffeine, 6 to 8% is minerals, 8 to 12% is amino acids, but 36% of it is polyphenols, okay? That's what green tea is composed of. From And it contains really nine important minerals. Now, when I go through these minerals, these minerals can actually vary based on the kind of soil it's growing, grown in, but the important thing is there's some very powerful mineral, minerals there. You have potassium, you have calcium, you have fluoride, you have chromium, selenium, zinc, cobalt, and nickel. Very, very important, uh, particularly those you know rare earth uh, or those um, micro uh, micro uh, levels micro uh, levels of those minerals. But green tea contains 13 different amino acids, L-theanine, which really 
modulates the effect of caffeine. So you're not just getting caffeine, the L-theanine modulates that. You have tyrosine, you have tryptophan, you have uh, threonine, you have SN, ethylglutamine, glutamic acid, serine, glycine, valine, leucine, aspartic acid, lysine, and arginine. Arginine is very, very important for nitric oxide release, but it has 13 very powerful amino acids. The other thing is, these are the catechins in green tea, epicatechin, that's one. Epicatechin gallate, ECG. Then you have epogallocatechin, EGC. And one of the most powerful ones is epogallocatechin gallate, EGCG. If you go to supplement stores, some of them will sell, you know, EGCG in the extract form. Okay, but these are the four catechins in green tea. So what I want to now talk about is the, and by the way, there's been hundreds of thousands of papers written on green tea hundreds of thousands. And what we've done is we really distilled them relative to immune health and other effects. Um, so first of all, it's really, really, um, uh, when you look at green tea, it has many, many different uh, valuable uh, effects, obesity and weight loss, anti-aging, immune function, which we're going to focus on, cardiovascular disease, liver disease, cancer, arthritis, diabetes, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, cold and flu, asthma, depression, periodontal disease. So you can see it has multiple effects because of all those uh, very powerful chemicals in green tea that I just discussed. Now, in the literature, there are many, many different mechanisms. Mechanisms means those molecular reactions. In the six areas, there's mechanisms that they've identified for antioxidant effects, mechanisms for anti-inflammatory effects, mechanisms for anti-proliferate uh, proliferative effects. This is, which means anti-tumor effects, anti-thrombotic effects, very important in cardiovascular health, vasorelaxation, very important in the asthma area and anti-angiogenic effects. This is again for cancer where things start pro proliferating and metastasizing. And if you look at this diagram here and you look at these six areas, you can actually see the different ways it works on particular chemicals. So for example, the antioxidant effects, it really lowers, you know, INOS, you know, EXO, COX. These are all uh, oxidizing things, you know, radical scavengers. A whole set of chemicals here, anti-inflammatory. It lowers IL-12. It lowers, you know, uh, NF-kappa-beta, ERK. I mean, there's a whole host of molecules which are high when you get inflammation. Anti-proliferative effect, which is anti-tumor effects. Again, NF-kappa-beta, um, you know, MMPP2 and 9 which have been uh, uh, you know, associated with cancer, anti-thrombotic effects, PGD2, calcium two plus, it lowers vasorelaxation, very important when people start getting um, you know, uh, asthma, ENOS, PDE, and anti-angiogenic. What is angiogenesis? When a tumor gets in, it tries to lay down vascularization to start, you know, um, building its own home inside your body. That's called angiogenesis. And green tea has anti-angiogenesis effect. It down-regulates a very important chemical called VEGF, okay? But the bottom key takeaway, it has many different health benefits in these six different areas. We wanted today to talk about the immune system. Again, let's review. The problem is Fauci and the MDs and most of these people, when they learn the immune system, they don't learn it from an engineering system standpoint like I was trained in and like I do research in. They typically learn two things. They say, oh, the immune system is composed of the innate system and the adaptive system. That's it, which is about a hundred year old science. The innate system involves 
all the aspects of your body where when a virus or a pathogen comes in, it comes into first effects with that innate and the adaptive system. It's everything in your eyes, your nose, your ear, your ears, your skin, your muc mucous membranes in your back, your throat and your gut. And bottom line is this, that when a pathogen first comes in, in, in that aspect of your, in, in that part of your innate immune system, your body has all these very interesting cells, which are like the Marines, which start shooting and try to take out, be it the fungi, the parasite, the virus, or the bacteria. Now, if it fails there, then according to this old theory of the immune system, then there's the adaptive immune system, which are like Navy sharpshooters, which try to create antibodies for that particular virus, okay? Now, the whole basis of vaccines is to um, you know, circumvent the innate system to inject you with something which creates antibodies, okay? And the problem is that this thing is 100 years old and this is the basis of vaccines. Well, here is the truth about the immune system. And by the way, to all those of you, so you wanna share the credibility of this, I was asked to give the prestige lecture at the National Science Foundation, the eminent scientific research institute of the United States about six months ago to give, deliver the, the distinguished lecture on the modern view of the immune system. And this is what I presented. The immune system is not only those two boxes, it also contains the missing link called the interferon system. When you get a virus, the interferon system creates interference to interfere with not only that virus, but thousands of other viruses. So the, just the antibody or the innate system is only just a very small piece of how the immune system works. The interferons are very important. What the interferon system shows is that your body wants to be exposed. It wants to build resilience. That's what you want to remember. And this is what Fauci doesn't want to talk about. Either he's stupid, doesn't know it, he's incompetent, or he wants to support the vaccine industry. The next thing is we have the microbiome and the virome. Not only do we have 6 trillion cells, we have 60 trillion bacteria. It put a lot of them in our gut different ratios, which we're only starting to understand, which are extremely important to supporting the immune system. And we have about 380 trillion viruses. Again, very, very important in interactions that we don't fully understand uh, to support the immune system. But the bottom line is it's not just the innate or the adaptive, but it's the interferon and all these viruses and bacteria. And this is connected to our brain. As below, as above, the gut is connected to the brain and through the gut-brain axis. So this is really a much more richer architecture of the immune system. One of the most important things that systems biology reveals is that one size does not fit all, which means telling everyone to eat the same food, telling everyone that they should all get the same vaccines is ludicrous. That's top-down medicine. The reality is we need to have health sovereignty, which is the right medicine for the right person at the right time. And this is real science. And this is what we need to educate people about and that's why it's important that healthcare really be decentralized to the relation between you and your practitioner, okay? So what are the health benefits of green tea relative to immune health? Well, there's four of them. First of all, the catechins, those four chemicals that I talked about from green tea, modulate the immune system through their anti-inflammatory properties, okay? So they modulate inflammation. Second, catechins from green tea are antimicrobial, just like vitamin D3 is. And then three of uh, three is L-theanine, which is one of those amino acids in green tea, promotes a proliferation of innate immune system, okay? So it really supports the cells within the innate immune system. And then green tea compounds alleviate, for example, when your immune system is not functioning right, 
you can, it's, you know, when people have asthma, it supports, it alleviates uh, asthma symptoms through vaso uh, relations, which we'll talk about. Okay. So let's talk, first of all, talk about the adaptive immune system. Remember, I've talked about this. A virus or a pathogen is not what kills you. It's a weakened immune system. That's what we got to remember. It's a weakened immune system is what we're talking about. When people's immune systems are not working right, the body overreacts and it overreacts by attacking your own tissue. So we have, we have people with pre-existing conditions. So for example, people who have obesity or smoking or depressed, et cetera, they're going to have suppressed immune systems. And the body at that point doesn't have shock absorbers, right? To modulate the reaction. So one of the most important things green tea does, as you can see here from this diagram is um, green tea, first of all, the EGCG, right? The EGCG, one of those four catechins, really uh, uh, supports uh, the immune system in the following way, particularly the adaptive immune system. Remember, the adaptive immune system is the thing that creates the antibodies. In, in Th1 cells, which are in the adaptive immune system, Th1 cells, NF-kappa-beta, these are two chemicals, and AP1 control the upregulation of inflammatory genes. Okay, so in the Th1 cells, as you can see, NF-kappa-beta and uh, AP1 control the upregulation, which means they cre help create four important chemicals which are inflammatory. TNF-alpha, IL-6, MCP1, and IL-1-beta, okay? So in Th1 cells, those two chemicals, NF-kappa-beta and AP1, help create these inflammatory cytokines. And what does EGCG do? EGCG suppresses that. So this, and, and by the way, the release of those four compounds, you know, causes a cytokine storm, which is when people start getting edema in the lungs, when they're, you know, when they have any of these coronavirus or other flu type viruses, okay? So what EGCG does, that's what the red lines here represent, it inhibits NF-kappa-beta and AP1, okay? It stops them so they don't go create those four chemicals, okay? Is that clear? So in the adaptive immune system, EGCG goes, it suppresses NF-kappa-beta and AP1, which then are not able to produce TNF-alpha, IL-6, MCP1, and IL-1-beta, which are the things that create the cytokine storm, okay? So that's a very powerful benefit of green tea, particularly the EGCG. The other very interesting thing that EGCG also does in the adaptive immune system is there's a very interesting molecule called IMDPH. And this is an enzyme that's necessary for activating pro-inflammatory T cells, okay? So pro-inflammatory T cells. And what EGCG does is it effectively inhibits IMDPH, so it stops that. So what that does is the inhibition of IMDPH leads to suppression of T cells and it uh, and thereby reduction of inflammation, okay? So basically, again, EGCG, one of those four catechins, really suppresses IMDPH, so that uh, serves to suppress the inflammatory processes in those cells, okay? Number two. Now, I'm gonna talk about the antimicrobial effects which means that EGCG actually, you know, destroys viruses, destroys bacteria, destroys this fungi. These are all, you know, microbes. So it has antimicrobial effects. Let's start over here on the top left here. What does it do in the case of viruses? So let's remember viruses, bacteria, fungi, different things, but EGCG 
from green tea has very powerful effects in knocking those out. So when it comes to viruses, remember the virus lands on the cell, in the case of coronavirus, on the AC2 receptor, and then it's gotta turn that lock and key so it can enter the cell. Well, guess what? EGCG, one of the antiviral mechanisms of actions, MOA, is that EGC inhibits the binding of that virus to the health cell surface, that's one way. So it prevents, stops the virus from landing on the cell. The other thing it does is remember, after it lands, if it's landed, then it starts replicating, it's, the virus starts replicating itself. And EGCG also stops that, as you can see here, it binds the inhibition and it also um, binds reverse transcriptase inhibition, which means it stops the replication process, okay? Really, really powerful effects um, from the antimicrobial effects on viruses. But not only viruses, EGCG also affects bacteria. Okay, bacteria are different than viruses. So EGCG also has an antibacterial effect, as you can see here. And literally what it does is EGCG takes the, 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 the wall, okay, the membrane of those bacteria, <clears throat> and it really disrupts it, uh, which means it blows it up, okay? It causes membrane disruption. It also destroys or disrupts the DNA of the bacteria. And then it also inhibits bacterial DNA replication. So it does three things, very powerful in terms of antibacterial effects. And it's also antifungal, okay? It disrupts a membrane of these fungi. It destroys the DNA of the fungi. And it also inhibits ergosterol synthesis. Right here, it inhibits ergosterol synthesis, which is necessary for building the fungal cell wall. So fungi have cell walls, so it stops the cell walls from being um, inhibited, it destroys their membrane, very powerful. So this is something important to remember. In, in addition to its, how it supports the adaptive immune system in two ways, it also has antimicrobial effects. The other piece is on the innate immune system. Remember the early system that's in your eyes, your ears, all those cells, look what L-theanine does, the amino acid in green tea. Remember, that's one of the important components. L-theanine promotes the proliferation of gamma delta T cells. And these are uh, an innate immune cell. These various different types of cells in your innate immune system. And L-theanine really promotes their proliferation. Why is that important? Because uh, gamma delta T cells directly kill microbes, such as viruses, bacteria, and fungi. Okay? So again, that's the fourth effect. And then finally, when we talk about asthma, if you know if young kids have asthma, remember what happens when you get asthma is the your vasoconstriction, right? The bronchial tubes increases and that increases the severity of the asthma symptoms. Now, theophylline, theophylline from green tea relaxes the airway of the smooth muscles, which are the ASM cells in the bronchial tubes. So there's another important amino acid in green tea, which relaxes those constricted um, constriction of the ASM, which is called the airway smooth muscle, ASM cells. And the relax relaxation of those smooth muscle cells in the bronchial tubes leads to reduced severity of asthma system. So again, a, a, another very important aspect of how green tea modulates the immune system for asthma. Again, if you look at it again, uh, it affects the adaptive immune system relative to uh, the Th1 cells. It affects the adaptive immune system relative to the uh, native T cells. 
antimicrobial effects. And then we have it modulates through L-theanine. And then the fifth one is it, 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 it really uh, dilates and it really relaxes the airway smooth muscles. So there you go, very powerful effects of green tea. Now, the next thing is, um, how much should you take? I know everyone's saying, but how much should I take? Well, these again come from clinical trials, all right? Again, all of this, we've distilled down beautifully for you to share with your loved ones and your friends. Three to 10 cups, this is what a maintenance dose, around three to 10 cups, which is one gram of the leaf and about 100 milliliters infusion of brewed green tea. So I typically have, you know, three or four cups of green tea. Maintenance dose, that's from the Hakeem et al. 2003 paper, that's a good maintenance dose. Now, if you really want to have cardiovascular benefits, right? Cardiovascular, there's a number of papers from Frank, 2009, Nats, 2009, and Serb in 2015, about 160 to 2,500 milligrams per day of the green tea extract, okay? 160 to 2,500 milligrams per day. For neuroprotective effects, for the brain, et cetera, you're looking about 1,700 milligrams per day of green tea extra. That's from Park et al. And for diabetes, right, uh, about 84 to 386 milligrams per day of the EGCG from green tea. And then when you really talk about boosting the immune system, when you feel something's coming on, you're looking at about 580 to 600 milligrams a day of green tea extract. Uh, and when you look at those extracts, make sure it has around 378 to 400 milligrams of the catechins and about 200 milligrams of the L-theanine. Okay. So you can see for different things, you can get different effects, but you know, maintenance dose, make sure it's organic. Let me tell you why, because the soil that green stuff is growing. If you look at vegetables, it absorbs whatever's in that soil. So you want to make sure the soil's organic. So you're not getting pollution also in your tea. So in summary, I want to say that this is not something that I'm making up. As you can see, 107,645 research articles as of today on green tea, over 1,300, 1,319 clinical tri trials, and about 210 years of scientific research. Just look at that. A very well-researched uh, herb, and it's unfortunate that people like Fauci, the CDC, don't even talk about this in a national discourse of what we can do to support our immune system. These things are far more well-researched than their vaccines, far more well-researched than their pharmaceutical drugs, and yet it's not in the national discourse at all. And I, I feel fine doing it, but this is why I've challenged Fauci to a debate because he's essentially an arm of big pharma and big vaccine, okay? Now, as I mentioned to you, not only did I do my training from the you know, MIT and biological engineering, and not only do I re do research, but I also, as some of you know, took a little bit of time off in 2007, went back to India to really do an analysis of traditional systems of Indian medicine. And as I mentioned in the Your Body, Your System tool, by the way, as you know, anyone, if you donate to the campaign, you can get access to this and the book, System and Revolution. Those of you who are outside of the United States, you cannot donate to it, the campaign. If you go to Your Body, Your System, what you'll learn is that you will understand the body has these system properties, transport, conversion, storage. This tool helps you figure out how much of transport, how much of conversion, how much of storage you have in your body. Then you can figure out how different foods and exercises wrong, wrongly done or stresses can take you away and how things, if you take the right inputs, they can bring you back into alignment because the reality is everything in nature has transport, conversion, and storage. 
So when you go to something like green tea and we, and we look at it, I want to also give you the Eastern and the engineering system standpoint. What you find is that green tea increases transport in the Indian system. They call it Vata. So if you see, see it increases transport movement because it has that caffeine, et cetera, right? More transport, more movement. It lowers Pitta conversion. Okay. It lowers that. I'm sorry. It increases actually Pitta. This is wrong. It increases it. Um, and, and this is, should be, this should be, it increases. Let me change this. This is an error. So we do it right in real time and it lowers Kapha storage. Okay. There we go. Let me just save this so we don't forget it. Okay. And, uh, so yeah, this is important. So it increases Pitta conversion, movement, conversions, digestive things, and it lowers storage, which means fat. If you're obese, you know, if you have so this is uh, the from the Eastern system standpoint, increases transport, um, uh, increases pitta, which is conversion and lowers kapha. But in summary, the key things you want to take where green tea modulates the cells of the innate and adaptive immune system. That's one. But it also modulates the overall immune system. So it, you inhibit the cytokine storm. And that's what we've been talking about. And then green tea is a potent antimicrobial, you know flu season when you get, you know, when things are out there or you're in conditions where you don't think there's a lot of pathogens, it's an antimicrobial. And for those people who are looking at breathing issues, green tea acts as a potent base, uh, bronchodilator. Okay. So there you go. You've learned, um, let me just bring this up. So I don't think I shared the screen again on those three summary standpoints. Let me just go back to that. Don't want to cheat anyone here. So that's what I uh, went over here. You know, 107,000 research articles, 13, 19 clinical trials. And by the way, those of you on Instagram, you can go to YouTube or Facebook and look it up. And then the important thing here is this is a summary. Green tea, you know, modulates the cells of the innate and adaptive immune system. It inhibits a cytokine storm. And it's really a potent antimicrobial. And it acts as something for people with asthma, vaso, uh, bronchodilator, relaxes the smooth muscles. All right. Let's take questions from everyone, whoever has questions. Let's see what you got. So I hope uh, I hope this is variable. Someone said, is chai tea better? Okay. So I'm going to do a whole thing on chai tea. Remember, chai tea is a whole range of different herbs. Okay. It involves tea, plus involves milk, plus it involves cloves, plus it involves cardamom, plus it involves anise, plus it involves pepper, if you want to add it, it also involves cinnamon. Um, and it also involves, uh, what else? Th those are the main things that I'll talk about, but I'm going to do something on chai tea. Is it better or worse? I haven't done a comparison. It's different. It tastes different. Um, but we can do a comparison also. We could probably run that through Cytosol. Someone said black seed oil. Yeah, we have a whole, uh, analysis we did recently on black seed oil, black cumin seed oil. If people want it, I'll do a whole thing on a black cumin seed oil. It's an amazing thing on many, many things. I'll, I'll do a thing on black seed oil. Uh, someone said, is cinnamon tea better than green tea? Again, different properties. I will do an analysis on cinnamon tea. Rooibos tea. If people want us to do rooibos, we'll do rooibos also. Please email me at vashiva, vvictoralphashiva at vashiva.com, and we'll put this into the pipeline. Remember, I'm going to be doing every day as a public service different things and their effects on uh, boosting the immune system. Tomorrow we're going to do onions. We did garlic 
yesterday I wanted to take a break from, uh, you know, garlic is considered the king of the herb kingdom and, 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 and onion is considered the queen. Uh, CBD, we have something coming up on CBD. Uh, someone says, I dislike onions. Well, sorry to hear that. Yeah, we'll definitely do black cumin seed oil. Yeah, Moringai. Now, Moringai, uh, in it's a Tamil word, Moringai. When I grew up as a child in India, in the hut that my grandparents had, you know, the cows and the chickens, in the center of that hut was this beautiful Moringai tree. Moringai, some people consider the tree of life. It has amazing properties, even the um, you know, the establishment WHO says it has amazing properties for alleviating anemia in women, incredible number of minerals. The Russians have been using it for a lot for anabolic effects, for growing muscles. Uh, but Prasenjit, I'll do one on Moringai. Very, very powerful. Sulfur and onions, exactly. Beets, chaga, definitely. Chaga would be great to do. Again, email me to remind me, vashiva at vashiva.com, Victor Alpha Shiva. Vashiva at vashiva.com. Okay, so please email me. Um, someone's asking, matcha is a variety of green tea. That's definitely true. Um, look, uh, one of the things you need to remember is when you get green tea, the, it's not like you're drinking caffeine. It has the L-theanine, which has a modulate, modulatory effect. Again, if you have people who have caffeine issues, you know, reduce the dosage, don't drink 10 cups of green tea, you know, drink smaller and make sure there's enough of the L-theanine in it. Matcha is a variety of green tea. There's also sencha. Yeah, there's a whole range of green teas. In Japan, for example, they have these beautiful tea houses and people go to them and you can get all types of green tea. Again, I encourage you to try the different variations, study them, but always try to get organic green tea. Uh, so I drink... What brand do I drink? I typically try to get the Sencha. Uh, there's Rishi brand, you know, organic brands. I just look for as much organic as I can get. Friends of mine, when they go to Japan, they try to buy me the really great Japanese green tea organic, and they try to bring it here. Um, nettle leaf. Nettle leaf, again, is amazing for many, many uses. I think you mean nettle, N-E-T-T-L-E. -E. Uh, please, again, email me. We'll incorporate that. Spirulina, we've done quite a bit of work on spirulina. Uh, oolong tea, a different kind of tea. Uh, we can do, if you email me, again, I'll put that into the pipeline. Great ideas everyone's got today. Uh, elderberry, great one. So please, again, uh, send me that and I'll do the analysis on elderberry tea. So please send me these different ones and we'll put it into our pipeline. So I, don't, I wanna make sure you guys are coming up with wonderful ideas. All right, Tibetan sea salt, R-lipoic acid, amazing uh, constituent, amazing supplement. I can talk about that. Arsenic, now this is very interesting. Um, you know, the heavy metals, everyone thinks metals are bad, but what the traditional healers found out at a certain dosage, it's all about dosages, certain metals at low dosages or the right dosage can have effects. For example, arsenic can be very valuable for the heart, believe it or not at certain right dosages. So Paul, uh, again, email me and I'll make sure we talk, We do a whole thing. For example, people, um, if your dogs are looking at heartworm, those kind of things, um, the heartworm pills have arsenic in them. Lemon and ginger, by the way, ginger is coming soon. We I just finished the analysis on ginger, that'll come out 
two days from now. Someone said, how about Hennessy? <laughs> That's hilarious. Olive leaf extract, amazing antimicrobial powers. Again, please email me. I'll include that also. All right. Art of, art of medicine. Yes, please send that. Amla. Amla is gooseberry. It increases IL-2, someone said, but it's a very powerful source of vitamin C. And typically in, in Indian systems of medicine, that's what they do. Ashwagandha, please again, email me. Ashwagandha has many powerful effects on, it's a, it's really what they call a, um, uh, you know, it, it's like the ginseng. Ashwagandha is a ginseng of India. It really has many powerful effects uh, throughout the body. Okay, everyone, please email me again, vashiva at vashiva.com and with your ideas, and I'll make sure we do them. It's 10.30 p.m. And in close, Neem, Neem is amazing. Uh, Tyag Srikanthan, you know, when I was growing up in a, my village in, in India, you know, people didn't have toothbrushes. You literally take the, the a branch of a Neem tree, you cut the end off, you chew it, and that's what you use for brushing massive antibacterial, antimicrobial effects. You basically made your own uh, toothbrush, okay? And you chew on neem. Neem has many, many effects. Um, many people, even in farming, will plant neem so you keep away the bugs, all right? So people figured out ways to do natural farming. And before I close, I want um, to emphasize to people, um, you know, we have 39 days left in our very, very historic U.S. campaign for U.S. Senate. So I want everyone to be a part of it. It's rare, as I mentioned before, that every one of you can be a part of making history. Massachusetts is literally the center of power, profit, and control. If you look in the one-mile radius around MIT and Harvard, you'll see all the big pharma companies, Facebook, Google, who constrict information flow in the world right now. Down the street, you see the Kennedy School of Government. Um, much to all the Camelot, much to all the propaganda that the Kennedys have done. John Kennedy is the one who created the National Vaccination Act of 62. His brother, Ted Kennedy, is the one who sponsored the bill to create the National Vaccine Injury Program, which actually protected Big Pharma. Then his very, very uh, 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 other uh, nephew, Robert Kennedy, is a flim-flam artist. He says one thing, but he's actually pro-vaccine. He wants to do vaccine safety, which is more government involvement. And I'm going to be running against his nephew, Joe Kennedy, who's a complete fool, another lawyer who wants mandatory vaccinations. So the entire Kennedy clan has been all about vaccines, vaccines, vaccines. So it's very, and look, my position is this is not about pro-anti-vaccines. This is about freedom and recognizing the body is very unique. So we need to make sure that we don't ever do forced vaccination. We don't ever do forced masks. We should let people figure out what's right for their body. So please support our campaign. Wherever you are, let people know September 1st, September 1st, September 1 is a primary. I'm running as a Republican. Republicans can vote or people who are not in a party, they can also vote. If you're outside of the United States, let everyone know in Massachusetts, friends of friends of friends. If you're in the United States, let people know in Massachusetts. If you're from Massachusetts, get on the ground, help us. Uh, in the United States, you can donate to our campaign. And, and as I mentioned multiple times, you can volunteer, you can donate. And what I want to end with is for, for you, for everyone here is I'm going to play. I've done this before. I want to play our campaign video. It's a very powerful 
uh, campaign video, which really shares why I'm running and what this campaign's about. And then we'll close. And those of you on Instagram, you can go to shivaforsenate.com. You can scroll down. I'd be running for United States Senate. I was born a low caste. Let me start, this, let me start this again. Who would have ever thought I'd be running for United States Senate? I was born a low caste untouchable in India's caste system, a system of aristocracy, oppression, and racism. My name is Dr. Shiva Ayadure. I'm an MIT PhD, a Fulbright scholar, a scientist, entrepreneur, and inventor. My family and I left India to come to America on my seventh birthday. I grew up in the working class neighborhoods of New Jersey, playing baseball, mowing lawns, painting houses, and coding software. My friends and neighbors are black, Italians, Irish, people of all races. As a 14-year-old, I created the world's first email system long before I ever heard of MIT. Growing up, I saw politicians dividing us by race and religion, in America or India, to have us fighting each other while they were safe in their gated communities with their lawyers by their side. I'm a fighter. I fought racism, exposed their imperialist force, fought for workers, and put my life on the line against global corruption. I never wanted to run for political office. All that changed in 2016. Americans rose up against the establishment. We remembered we had all left a world of injustice to come to America to make a better life. We realized lawyers, academics, and politicians, elites, Clintons, Romneys, Kennedys, Obamas, Bushes, black and white, had hijacked America. They gave bailouts to their friends. They delivered crumbling infrastructure, corruption, and racism, dividing black and white, killing us, fear-mongering and fake science, lockdowns and censorship, dirty air, food, and water, pushing drugs upon us, making us sicker. We've been sold out. One set of rules for them, another for us. We deserve a warrior with a history of courage who will put everything on the line for you. It's time to fight and win back America. That's why I'm running for U.S. Senate. This race is about truth, freedom, and health versus power, profit, and control. We've had enough. They think we'll fall in line and vote again for their lawyers who get them off crimes. They never can represent us. What America needs is digital rights. We need citizen science. We need real health with no middlemen. We don't have time. We must do it now. We don't need them. We need us to go bottoms up, neighbor to neighbor. My journey, your journey are all the same. It's our time. It's time we had one of us. It's time we make America great for all of us. Vote for Dr. Shiva Ayadure on September 1st. All right, everyone, there you go. That ends tonight. And everyone, get out there, support truth, freedom, and health. We got to be the light. We got to win this fight. September 1st, let's all make history. This is a campaign for everyone to be a part of. Everyone, no matter where you are, please support yourself. It's time for one of us. It's time we go beyond black and white. It's time we go beyond left and right. It's time that working people unite for truth, freedom, and health, Shiva for Senate. Thank you very much, everyone. Be well, be the light. Let's win this fight. Thank you.